Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today, we are talking about taking some time for yourself. Um, so I, I got my Rona injection, my vaccine this past weekend, and it knocked me on my butt. I was completely out yesterday. I was out most of the day today, uh, today being Monday night. So um, these come out the day after I record them. So I got it on Saturday. I was uh, I was out Sunday and then had a few meetings today. And in between meetings, I was napping today. Feeling much better now, though. So at least there's that. Tylenol is an amazing thing. Um, so that got me thinking about making sure to take some time to yourself. And that's not necessarily, I don't want to go like, make sure you stay healthy because you don't want to get sick because that should be a given, right? Don't don't be working yourself to the, the grave, right? There's that saying, you know, burning the candle on both ends. Like, you, And it's supposed to be a, a metaphor for you working so hard that you're, you're burning yourself out quicker, all right? So there's, there's this concept of burnout where you are working so hard that you just get to a point where you're like, I can't take it anymore and you quit. Um, that really only happens if you're not so invested in the thing that you're working on that uh, you're willing to, you're not no longer willing to look past the trouble that it's causing you. So if you believe that you're experiencing burnout, um, either it's because you're putting in too many hours, you're not getting any results and you don't see the results, or it's because you don't desire the end result enough that you're willing to go through this for however long it takes. But that's not what I'm talking about. Um, I actually want to talk more about taking some time and actually instead of just rush, 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 rushing to get done whatever you want to get done, actually stepping back and, and spending some time pondering these things because you know while I've been down my wife has been sitting at my my side uh, absolutely dutifully you know waiting on me essentially hand and foot so I love my wife so very much she's an incredible woman um but the whole time she's been basically asking me what do we do with the business how do we advance the business how do I like this and apparently that's all she wants to talk to me about when I'm not working on something else so if I'm not recording or I'm not editing or I'm not something like I'm out there with her she's like how do we like do more I'm like okay so she had me like trapped for a cornered like a wild animal for a little while and I got to sit there and, and do a lot of thinking because I was not going to be looking at a computer screen. I had a horrible headache. So I got to think and she got to think. And that's really what I want to talk about is the sitting there and thinking part, because I think personally, I think too many people are getting caught up in the how to accomplish thing that the thing that they're trying to accomplish and not spending enough time just sitting there and enjoying the thought of having the thing that they want to have because there's this uh interesting synergy between desiring a thing and then and then you actually doing the work to get that thing and a lot of people put emphasis on just get out there and grind, 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 hustle, 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 just work yourself to the bone. And eventually, you know, someday something will happen and you'll make a breakthrough, or you'll get discovered or some mystical thing will happen and you'll arrive. Right. But on the other side, there's this this belief that if you sit there and you ponder the thing that you want and you get yourself emotionally invested, the thing you want, and you start considering it from all the different possible angles, you're going to start having ideas that, you know, maybe you remember, you know, when I was in third grade, you know, a little Timmy came in with a book report about something. And, you know, like he was talking about fluid dynamics. And I remember like it did this thing, like, what if we applied that to this? And that's more what I'm talking about. Spending the time and just kind of pondering it and, 
your your brain is a computational machine. I, I was just just reading a book about coding to my daughter, and it starts off talking about early computers and how like the abacus is the first computer, and then there, there was punch cards on looms. You know, in the eighteen hundreds, you know, some guy in, had a loom that made clothing, right, and in fabric. Well, he created a punch card that would be able to weave it in certain patterns and make fabric that looked like stuff rather than just straight fabric. And that turned into computers. So I had to explain to my daughter that computers serve two functions. One, they're math machines. They, they process numbers. And two, they follow instructions. So a computer is just an advanced machine that does a lot of math that follows your instructions or the instructions that are programmed into it. Well, your brain is essentially just a giant bio-organic electric computer thing. I'm not that kind of doctor. All right. Um, it's purpose is to run computations and it follows instructions. Because if you had to think about every single thing that you do, you'd be absolutely locked down. Because if you had to think about how you're breathing right at the second and how you're taking your next step, not just like taking the step, but like which muscles in your leg you need to move in order to like properly balance yourself. Not to mention like making sure that the car coming at you is not going to hit you. And also like making sure you're not staring at the sun when you've got to think about, you got to think about everything, right? If you had to think about everything, you just completely crash. And that's why babies just sit there like staring because they don't have any concepts yet of how to actually do stuff. They have to learn this stuff. I, mean, I have a four-year-old, like I've got to watch this in process. And so your brain has built in these, these pieces of code essentially called habits that you've tried something, you tried something again and again until your brain could like, this is a good thing to repeat over and over again. And so now it's got a little subroutine it runs every time you want to take a step that it moves these muscles these certain ways. It puts the balance this amount on this foot while this, like it does it all without you thinking. It's called your subconscious mind. And so pulling back for a second, bouncing off of that, you're, if you sit there and you think about something long enough and you start asking yourself the right kinds of questions, what happens is this giant computational machine in your head is going to come up with an answer for you because that's what it's supposed to do. And it's not going to do it like necessarily while you're like thinking of the thing. It's got a process. It's got to run the, the machine for a little while. And all of a sudden you're going to have this like vision of little Timmy in third grade. And you're like, that's really strange. I just thought of little Timmy for some reason. And um, maybe you've, you've had this experience yourself. You know, maybe you've been in college or in high school and you had some math problem in school and you're like, this is a stumper. I was just, this one just it's not coming to me. It was on a test, right? You're like, oh, I don't know it. And you go to bed and you're laying there in bed and you're like, just laying there. And all of a sudden your, aunt, your brain goes 13. And you're like, no, it was 13. I put 12. And like all of a sudden you're, it's perfectly clear how to do that math problem. Same concept. Your brain is processing it without you recognizing it's doing it because you're not consciously aware of most things that your brain is doing. That's why it's called the subconscious. It's below your conscious level, okay? So if you spend more time taking care of yourself, actually just sitting there and, and considering how to take care of yourself and how to advance yourself and how to improve yourself, you're gonna start thinking, you know, what if I contact that one person? You know, it's been like three years since I talked to him, but like, it'd be nice to catch up. And then you go out to lunch with that person. That person's like, hey, I love what you're working on. Let me get in touch with someone for you and they'll be able to do this for you. And all of a sudden that was the exact right thing to do that got you and your business or your brand just 
supercharged. All right, I had that experience today, just a few days ago. I got on Friday last week. I'm like, you know what? I should reach out to this one person I haven't spoken to in like two years. And so I just texted him and he's like, let's have lunch on Monday. And so I had lunch on Monday with the guy and I told him about what I'm doing. And he's like, I'm going to introduce you to some venture capitalists. I'm like, right on. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Um, that's, that's it, right? But you're not going to get that kind of result if you don't stop just grinding, 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 working, focusing on nothing but the exact moment in front of you. Instead, you need to kind of pull back and allow yourself to wander a little bit. You know, they, people, the people who have succeeded the most in the world were called dreamers by so many people because their head, they weren't necessarily there all the time. They were thinking about how something could be better, how something could be bigger, how they could improve, how life could change if something was better. And so they, they were off in the clouds. Like the guy who invented radio, uh, Marconi, um, it wasn't, you know, that, never mind. Marconi, for fundamentally, for this conversation's sake, invented radio. And he told his friends about this idea he had about transmitting signals through the air without wires. Like, can you believe this? Can you dig this? And this was like back in the 1800s. And his friends are like, hey, Marconi, uh, stay right here. And they called up the, the, the uh, services to take him away. And they, they put him in a straitjacket and they, they locked him up in a psychiatric ward because they thought he was crazy because he had this idea that was just so far out there. He was a dreamer, right? Don't worry about the haters. The haters are going to be here. They're always going to be here. They've always been here, okay? Be willing to sit down and just take some time. Like I, I got some time to think yesterday, some time to think today. And now like I've got this uh, much clearer direction on how to head and, and how to help people. And it's, it's an incredible thing. I think I'm going to be working on. I just got to put the pieces together now that I like this thing came to me, I've got to like figure out how to make it work. And so that's a bit more pondering, but that also does require a bit of the grinding. All right. Now I have a very clear direction. I'm not going to have any burnouts, and even now that I was, at risk of burning out, but I know what I want and I know how to get it. And I just need to like figure out the particulars. So the grind won't be as bad because I have something. So that's what I want to talk about today. And of course, I'm going to remind you all, organization is the enemy of sloth. Know what you want. You know, what, what is it your goal? Like, um, I've got a, a program for streamers that I, I work with. It's called the, uh, the Streamer Success Secrets. It's a nine-step process to show streamers how to turn their brand into a full-time income-producing brand. Step one is about, you know, what is your mission and how do you organize your life in order to be able to balance all of the things that you want to accomplish? And organization is, it's like literally the first step in a paid program that I sell to people. Right? I, I give this away for free during every single one of these episodes. Like organizations, enemy of sloth. Like it's literally the first thing I teach people when they pay me. All right. How can you structure your life to have a little bit of time to that quote me time, that sitting there and just pondering, you know, fishing's a great example. You do nothing but sit there. And you're going you're gonna to think, you're going to think, you're going to think. And what happens is that computer in your head is just going to all of a sudden pop in an image. You're going to be like, wow, that's exactly what I need to do. So you take out a piece of paper, you write it down, and you get back to thinking because there's nothing you can do about it while out fishing. 
so if, if you can put yourself in a position like that, just put yourself in a position like lock yourself in a room with a friend and just sit there and chat for a while. Not about random incoherent stuff, but that helps too because it'll you know, move along the creative juices. But when an idea comes, write it down, talk it out, get real excited about it, but then move on because you're not going to go work on it right away unless it's just so good you have to. But think. All right, don't not the kind of thinking that most people think is thinking, the real kind of thinking that most people dread having to do, where they just sit there and they ponder. Most people would rather die than do that kind of thinking. They get so I don't it's not bored. They get they they loathe themselves. I think is what it is. They loathe themselves. And maybe they just don't like being alone. Maybe it's that they don't think that they're capable of doing that type of thinking that can advance their life, but that's all BS. All right. You can be alone. Everybody can be alone. If you don't like yourself, you really should spend some time alone to think about why and then move past it. Just let it go. Okay. You, you don't have to be the same person you are tomorrow as you are today. You don't have to be the same person today as you were yesterday. You can be a different person right here, right in this moment and just sit there and come up with something. And the ideas may not be the best when you start, but here's the wonderful thing about thinking. Your brain is a muscle. And the more you practice using it, the better it gets at doing what you want it to do. You know, memory is a, is a great example. Your memory is actually almost perfect. Your brain is such a good computer that it stores pretty much everything up in there. Your issue, if you think you have a bad memory, is not memory, it's recall. You have issues recalling this stuff from your brain and popping it up into the field of your mind that you think about the thing, right? So you need to practice recalling your memories. And the more you practice recalling your memories, the easier it is to remember everything that's already locked up in there. And there's actually things you can do to practice this. You just Google memory enhancement techniques, and then you practice that for a couple of weeks. And guess what? You're going to like, you'll be pulling out decks of cards and like, oh yeah, I know them all. Like there was a guy who won a championship after practicing for like three weeks, just like, like that. I've never had been in competitive memory before. And then like, I'm a reporter on this. I want to figure out what this whole thing is about. Entered a tournament and then won it. <laughs> so you can, you can improve pretty much every aspect of yourself. If you just are willing to put in the effort and get organized on understanding how this stuff works. So that's what I got for you all. Don't be just a gamer. Be a gamerpreneur. <laughs>